Hi, everyone, and welcome to Signature West Podcast. I'm your host, Sam West from Palm Springs, California. My guest today is Ken Henderson, and he is the executive director for a new nonprofit here in the Coachella Valley, especially in Palm Springs, called the Richmond Hermit Aid Foundation. Please say hi to Ken. Hi, Ken. Hey, how are you doing, Sam? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. First of all, welcome. You and John moved here to the desert a few months ago, so welcome. Yeah, my partner Joe and I moved about three and a half months ago. <laughs> so it's brand new to you guys. Right. Um, so let's start first back up. When and why and how the foundation started? Well, it was 1995. We started off as a strictly AIDS fundraising organization. Um, it was conceived of by two moms, Barbara Richmond and Peggy Irmut, who both lost their only sons to AIDS. Barbara and Peggy were lifelong friends. Um, they both, later in their life, um, had ended up single. Peggy's uh, husband had died and Barbara had divorced hers and they ended up moving in together. And this was uh, right when AIDS was such a huge problem. So Barbara lost her son in 1990 and um, he was really active in the local entertainment community in San Francisco. So they did a benefit for him and raised you know, a decent amount of money for uh, the agencies that took care of them. Uh, and they thought they would keep going, but they didn't. <laughs> so in 1994, when Doug Hermit died, he was my partner and I's best friend. The moms called us and said, you know, we did it for, for John, now we want to do it for Doug. Um, and will you help? So we said, sure, you know, it was something we could do and felt it could make a little difference. So we produced um, the first benefit in 1995, Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco, sold out, um, thought, wow, this was kind of easy. <laughs> uh, getting money at that time was like, the, everybody was like, oh yeah, take my money, support these things. <laughs> um, but that was our humble beginning. We just called a bunch of friends together in our living room and said, okay, we're gonna do a benefit. Uh, who wants to handle the silent auction? Who wants to handle the uh, receptions? Um, and it's like Mickey and Judy put on a show. We put, a, put together our committee and uh, did our first benefit um, and it was really successful. So we've just kept it going ever since. And so that was in 19... When it first 1994. Was, what's your background before you got involved in this? Well, that was interesting because I was a graphic designer and I worked with a lot of the nonprofits uh, in the Bay Area, particularly those, those dealing with HIV and AIDS. So I had worked on their, their galas and their programs and all the advertising and marketing aspects of what they did. Uh, my partner, Joe, had worked with, uh, he worked at Macy's and produced a lot of internal special events. Um, he produced a fundraiser back in New Jersey for, or, yeah, new, I guess it was New Jersey for uh, muscular dystrophy. So we had some sense of that. And he was an aspiring singer at the time. So he kind of took his little bit of knowledge about show business. I took mine about marketing, advertising, promotions, uh, design and thought, well, we'll just put it together and see what we what we do. <laughs> um, and we just started putting it out to friends about other needs we had. Um, and everything just sort of fell in place for us that first year. We had a whole committee put together and uh, 
that was our background. The rest has been on the job training, <laughs> learning as we go. So was the intention when you first started doing this for the proceeds to go to where? Pardon? The intention was when you first started that all the proceeds will go to where? To benefit whom? Yeah, initially uh, the moms wanted the money to go to the, if not to the same agencies, the kind of agencies that took care of their sons before they died. Um, so the first year it was um, coming home hospice and visit, visiting nurses at hospice of San Francisco. And those were both programs of California Pacific Medical Center. So that first year we worked under their umbrella as a physical sponsor. Uh, after that first year seemed so successful, we um, got a liar, became uh, our own 501c3 and um, started moving, doing things on our own. Uh, we expanded, started working with other agencies. Um, one of the impetus was at California Pacific Medical Center, they changed their program. So instead of um, sponsoring these kind of programs for people with HIV and AIDS, they mostly relied on insurance. And we didn't really want to go into agencies that were paid for by insurance. So we expanded, started working with other local agencies. Right. Um, and over the time, you know, we've been, this is uh, 28 years ago, you know, we've raised about four and a half million dollars and uh, spread it out through about, you know, 35 different agencies. Wow. Yeah. So the way I understand your events in San Francisco were pretty gala-like. We started off doing one big gala called Help Us on the Way. Um, and that was... We chose that name because of the song Help Us on the Way, written by David Friedman, uh, which was had become an AIDS anthem at the time. Um, so we started off doing one big gala, which was great. Nobody was paid anything. Um, but then about 1999, we decided this was so easy and so much fun. <laughs> easy. Uh, let's expand. So we started doing a holiday version. And we also started working with the Broadway cast coming to town, Broadway shows, and doing what we called one night only but at the cabarets. So the, the Broadway cast would put together their own show, all new material, different from what's in their show. And we would be their support. We'd get the theater, we'd uh, do the marketing, take care of the box office, and anything else they needed to make it happen. So when we started adding these programs, for me personally as the primary executive for the organization, it became really time consuming. Yep. So at that point, uh, I started getting a little salary because <laughs> my other salary for doing graphic design was kept going down. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and you can't live on no money. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so those became our, our kind of standard things for a long time. And then we started doing a few off things, uh, a comedy night. We've done several comedy nights. We've done a few dance events. Um, we did. Uh, we started off with one called Dances from the Heart, and that was a lot of the top ballet and modern dance companies in San Francisco would each do a piece. So we just presented as an evening of like really wonderful dance, and they were well received and and really wonderful shows. But they the challenges were local dance companies dancers aren't in the season, they live all over the country, they leave. So it's challenging to try to find that time slot where we had the most dance companies in season, but not performing on that particular night. Right. <laughs> so um, 
we did that for a couple of years and then uh, took a leave from that. Uh, eventually, we've sort of replaced the dance aspect with uh, Broadway Bears San Francisco Strips, which is more of a burlesque style dance show that's modeled after uh, Broadway Bears in New York, uh, run by Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And in New York, they have you know hundreds of the top Broadway dancers who uh, come together to present their show. In San Francisco, we we don't have that dance community, but we worked with the community we have and supplemented it with um, go-go dancers and people who just dance for fun and who can learn choreography. And uh, that's become a really popular, very fun event. That's our, what we call our dress down event as opposed to our dress up events. Nice. Yeah, and that's been really fun. And then you guys decided you're gonna move to Coachella Valley. Right, well, we, we have a lot of friends moved here. Um, we started looking at properties when we come down to visit a lot and just thinking, you know, we're, we're not getting any younger, so <laughs> where do we want to end up at the end? Right. And, you know, we, we love the place. A lot of our supporters from San Francisco had moved here, retired right. or right. not. So we already had kind of a built-in support base. Right. So as we really got serious about moving, you know, we thought, well, what are we going to do when we get there? <laughs> and this is what we know what to do, how to do. Uh, and how could, and we, wherever we are, we want to be able to support the local community. So all nice the money we raised in San Francisco stays in the Bay Area. So all the money we raised down here is going to stay in the Coachella Valley. So what's the plan for here now that you're here? Well, we, we're taking it easy. We don't want to kill ourselves right. <laughs> by doing as I said, we're not getting any younger. We're trying to duplicate everything right. we did up there. Right. So we're starting off here doing what we call a series of house party PS. Uh, so people with fabulous homes will open up their homes and donate the space, provide, just like they would normally throw a party, they provide the food. We bring in special entertainment. We uh, get the alcohol from our alcohol sponsors, uh, volunteers, do a sign and auction, and do, and usually we're around a theme. You know, we, we did two so far and have another one coming up uh, in about a week and a half. The first one we did a theme was- uh, You've been here for four months and you've done two and there's one on the way. Yeah, we did one in March before we actually had moved here. Before you landed. <laughs> and then uh, did the second one in May, which was right after we moved here. <laughs> um, but the great thing about these parties is the venues provided. Uh, right. We don't have to go begging for food and stuff. Right. The host provides that in whatever manner they, they feel fit. Uh, we have our alcohol sponsors that donate, you know, for all of our events. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're still always trying to build our volunteer base. So that's something that's an ongoing need. But they're much easier events to produce than like the big galas and right. concerts yeah. and shows when you need a big theater. Eventually, we do want to probably next year move into doing a more of a concert version, maybe not on the scale that we did in San Francisco, but, uh, you know, one of the larger local theaters and do a kind of help us on the way style concert where you have an ensemble cast that come together and present an evening of um, different, you know, usually kind of a Broadway focus, but not always, uh, but an evening of really wonderful quality music and uh, raise money for local causes. 
And for these events, the house parties, like what is, what's usually the, the, the goal? How many people? Uh, how big an event you guys want to uh, end up producing? What's the, the bigger picture? A lot of that is controlled by the, the, the house, the venue itself. Right. Uh, what their capacity is for a party. The first couple of parties we've had between 150 to 200 people. That's a good number. Uh, yeah, it's a good number and it's number. manageable. You know, right. it's not overflowing the place. Right. It's enough for people also get to meet and mingle and meet new people. Right. Um, that was one of the nice things that's been happening about it is that we bring kind of different communities. The beneficiary has their supporters that come. We bring our supporters that we know. Uh, the host invites their friends. And what we often hear is people will come and like, you know, I thought I knew everybody down here. I know, right? There's a lot of people I don't know. So they're, okay. they're meeting new people. They're creating a bigger community. And um, they're learning more about the causes and the agencies that we support. So tell us more about the party that's coming up and how hopefully we can help here and I can help and spread the word out and help you guys as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have one coming up on October 8th. Uh, our first party was like a art theme. We did uh, and it was 60s decor kind of and dress theme. We encouraged people to come dressed to the theme. So that was a 60s theme. Uh, and the it was called Art, Music and Mayhem. The second theme was uh, a Broadway and more theme. So we had uh, a couple of absolutely fabulous Broadway singers that came in, Lisa Broman and David Burnham. And you know, it's, it's not like a long concert, but they present, you know, each will do two or three numbers over the course of the evening. People still have time to right. enjoy I mean, their cocktails and booze and everything else. Right. But um, that was really wonderful. Well, really well, well received. Uh, this next one is a Hollywood theme. So we're encouraging people to come dressed in their Hollywood glam or come dressed as a Hollywood character, celebrity, that kind of a thing. Uh, and it's going to be really fun too. So, so when when is it? Can you say where it is and how people can get tickets? How much are the tickets? Can you tell us more? Uh, yeah, it's, it's October eighth from five, five to eight p.m. It's at the home of uh, Don Craft and Steve Canil. Steve Canil is also going to be one of the singers there. Uh, he was featured on The Voice a few seasons ago on Kelly Clarkson's team. Uh, we also have Debbie Boone coming in from, you know, oh, yeah. my life. Um, she's a three-time Grammy Award winner. And um, Alex Corey, who's uh, a former Broadway star. She's done lots on Broadway before moving to the Valley here a number of years ago, a few years back. Uh, so it's going to be great entertainment. Um, you know, we have unlimited kettle wine and bourbon cocktails. Oh, and dear. Torino wines. Uh, tickets are $100. That's very reasonable. Oh yeah, I mean, you're it's getting very... great entertainment, you're getting a right. bar, you're getting food, you know, it's, um, and you're getting fun, you're getting meet right. people, and you're supporting a right. cause. Right. This right. one is going to benefit um, Sanctuary Palm Springs. And if Sanctuary people Palm don't know about it, that's uh, an agency that helps uh, LGBT foster kids who are transitioning out of foster care to learn how to be independent and live on their own. So it's a really great organization. And how can people get tickets? Um, they can go to our website, uh, reef.org, R-E-A-F.org, uh, or they can go to uh, Eventbrite, and it's housepartyps3hollywoodmagic.eventbrite.com. <laughs> I know it's a long URL. 
So either on Eventbrite or on your website. Yeah, or if you just go to Eventbrite and search on House Party PS, it should pop up there. Ken, this is very generous of you guys. And I know it takes a lot of work to, it takes a village to put just a house, a regular party or a little long, um, this kind of work. So I do appreciate you guys so much. And I know Palm Springers and the Coachella Valley do appreciate it as, as well. So thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming on. And for all you guys that are watching and listening, uh, if you want to help, if you want to contribute, I know you guys are very generous. Um, uh, I know most of you and I know that uh, the community here loves to, to give back. So here's your chance. If you want to help out, if you want to volunteer, if you want to just go enjoy a good night for a hundred bucks, you can't beat it. So thank you again. And um, if you like the episode, if you like watching, please subscribe, help us grow as well. And we will see you next time. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.